Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Heather Joe Clark, beautiful fighter. Uh, you Keith. were in Bellator. You were in the UFC. Invicta as well? No, I'm not Invicta. XFC. XFC. Yeah. And then you had a, a, a pro boxing match. I did. I had two. Two yeah. against... Uh, One was Maya Stevenson. Yes. Uh, she's on the Ultimate Fighter right now. That was now. a draw, right? It was a draw. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. There we go. And then we also have Andrew... What's up? Andrew Montanez. Uh guy who has had pro fights. What up? Uh, he's also the head of Pluto TV's fight thing. And uh, we're going to have a great show today. I want to thank our sponsor. By the way, we have Walt Thanks Harris coming me. today. Walt Harris is going to be on the show as well as Darren the Damage Elkins. Darren. So uh, we have a good show. I want to thank our sponsor, DM Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Perfect place. Start or continue your BJJ journey. Classes for adults and kids. Expert instruction by world champion head instructor Demetrius Mavraganis and his team of first-class instructors will help get you in shape or ready for your next competition. I know I need that. I, it's one, I, I ran seven miles yesterday, and then I rewarded myself by eating a pint of Ben & Jerry's. Did and you that's, really that's run so dumb. seven miles? Yeah, I ran seven miles. That's amazing. And then, I, then I ate Ben & Jerry's. I, put, I ended up gaining weight. It's but like, your knee's better. That's good. Knee's better. But it's, it's like being faithful and then having a threesome to celebrate. It, just, <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, but... Back to this. If you want group classes or private instruction, call them today at 310-800-5878. Or if you're near Lakewood, Long Beach, visit them at 5543 Woodruff Avenue in Lakewood, California, or go to dmbjj.com. Also, people, when you find yourself in need, trust in speedweed.com for overnight delivery to over, over 1,088 cities across California. Find everything with one quick stop. They got flour. They got edibles. They got concentrate. They got topicals. They got vapes. More. Sign up and use code ROASTED for $10 off orders over $100 at speedweed.com. I'm telling you, they have the best CBD oil. I use it on my back. I use it on my legs. I use it everywhere. I spray it in my uh -oh. mouth. Everywhere? Uh, yeah, I, I put it on my penis. My dick gets high. What is that? Okay, what happens? So, oh. uh, That's I, I, cool. Go into that. Yeah. Go, go more into that. Yeah, no, I've never done that, but I'm, I'm going to do that now uh, because, you know, who knows? Maybe the girl will get hungry and then chomp on it. <laughs> okay, so also, uh, speaking of being hungry, Blue Apron. The number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. They've established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the U.S., and as a result, their seafood is sourced sustainably. Understanders developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Their beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals. Look, cooking together builds strong family bonds. And research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Me and my mm. wife, we have Blue Apron night. We cook together. It's great. She, she wears nothing. Cook together or you cook, or she cooks? She cooks. Okay. And I, I watch and cheer her on. Uh, but listen, I'm telling you, uh, it's affordable. They got variety. It's flexible. It's easy. It's guaranteed. Check out this week's menu by going, getting your first three meals free with free shipping. By going to blueapron.com slash roast. You love how good it feels, how good it tastes, and be able to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash MMA Roast. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. 
So, uh, things are good. By the way, Heather, I've got to say, I had a show in Sacramento. It was, uh, I think, two days before my, my mother had passed. And I was in, like, a, a, a funk because she was on uh, life support. And I was, like, you know, waiting to get the news. And I looked at you, and I was like, I don't know if I could do this. And you said, you said, Adam, uh, your mom would want you to go kill tonight. Have a great set. Kill it. And that, that meant a lot because mm. I was like, I was in a weird phase and you told me that. It just, that just made sense. So I want to thank you. You're welcome. Then I went out and bombed. No, I'm kidding. It was no, a, it was a great show. Yeah, yeah it was a And, good. you know, I mean, you definitely saw the pain in you. Like, you brought it up several times within the show and was able to almost, like, still... It, like no, like people were like, "Whoa!" Like I, I don't know, because you were able to like show that you were hurting, but show that you know what it, it meant more to you to to be able to go out there and and put on this amazing show for her and and for everybody that you know supported you that night. And uh, then thank you, yeah, thanks, it was great. It was, it was, it was great. great. It was great having you there. It was, oh, uh, thanks, it was great. I appreciate that. You are you are a friend for life. Uh, and then uh, last week was good. I was on ESPN. I was on uh, Sports Nation. Uh, that was pretty dope. I had I had a great time with the, that 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 crew, and uh, with uh, Marcellus Wiley and um, Sean Merriman and Michelle Beadle. Talked MMA with them. They were super fun. Uh, it was one of those things where I was like, I was I wasn't sure if I was going to be on it or not. And then I was on it, and then it, it was I couldn't believe how many people actually watched it. I was like, oh, I'm at a bar watching you. I'm like, it's noon. I'm like, why are you at a bar right now? Uh, but that was that was awesome. That's I, awesome. And they said they're going to have me back. So really happy about that. Then I did a show Friday night. I hosted two shows at the HaHa, ha, and this uh, this guy's on, and one of the nicest comics ever is just having a, a great set. He's a really clean comic, and he's funny. This guy Richie Lace, and there's a guy in the crowd, this like a Latin guy who's just drunk, who's like, "You suck! Get off the stage!" No way. Yes, yeah, so I go. To you? No, the guy on stage. Oh, oh, oh. But I'm hosting. I go over to the guy and I'm like, "Hey man, can you can you quiet down?" He's like, "What? I thought I was allowed to talk here." I'm like, "No, no, you're not." And, and as the host, I don't want to fight this guy. I don't want to be like, but. So then this huge bouncer comes over. I mean, this guy looks like The Rock, but he, just not as in shape. Just a big, huge guy. And, he, and he, he throws the guy out. But then he also was a comic. So he was the next comic. So the I'm guy like, that was the bouncer, heckling? Oh, the bouncer. oh, okay. So I'm like, this next comedian uh, threw out the guy heckling. And everyone started clapping for that. Uh, it was pretty funny. I'm like, yeah, he's also the dishwasher and the bar. But he, <laughs> so that was cool. He, he had a good set. And then Saturday's at the Laugh Factory. And I was hosting the Laugh Factory Saturday. And nice. uh, Louis Anderson was on the show. And I remember Louis Anderson from Coming to America. Like uh, he was, you watch Coming to America. Yeah, he was the guy doing the salads. He's like, first I was salad, <laughs> then I was French fry, and then I'm, I'm assistant manager. That's when the big bucks come in. And so okay, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. awesome. Like I mean, there was so many. He's been in so many things, but I remember him as from. So I go, this next comics was in Coming to America, and someone yells out, Eddie Murphy. I'm like, no, not Eddie Murphy. Uh, Louis Anderson. So I put him on, and George Wallace, another great comic. So nice. that was cool. That was Saturday. And then last night I did Flappers, which was fun. But wasn't Dane Cook there too? Dane was on the show before that. Ah. So it was a good weekend. Um, we're going to get into the fights. How are you doing? What's going on with you? Um, well, I'm, you know, I just announced that I officially got released from the UFC, mm-hmm. which was uh, heartbreaking and continues to be um, kind of unbelievable. But you know, everything happens for a reason. And so I'm just trying to keep my head high and, and look at what's available. So I've, I've talked to a couple of promotions and, um, you know, Invicta is definitely interested. And so that might be, uh, I mean, there's a great opportunity Invicta's great. And, um, I'm very might, or I might go there or I, I don't know. I'm just kind of trying to see what, what's available. I, I really like the idea of going to Ryzen and fighting in Japan. I think that's like a bucket list thing. So we'll see. Could you make 125? 
Um, I fight at 115. Oh, 115, right, right, right. right. You're always thinking you're 35. So answer uh, the question. What do you... Uh, <laughs> What do, what do you, you well, yeah, no, you have big muscles though. Your muscles are bigger than mine and Andrew's pretty combined. What, what do you walk around at? Um, probably like 130 right now. 130. So, uh, okay, so you can make, so. You can make one. I mean, how hard do you make 115? It's not very hard because once I start training like, you know, two to five times a day, um, it just, the weight comes off. Does Bellator have a 115? They, they have a few girls, but no, not really. I probably have to fight at 125, which well, is fine. They got a pretty good. 125, their whole one right now. I would say Bellator Invicta. But the good thing about Invicta, though, is that you take a fight in Invicta and UFC calls you up yeah. because a lot of times, like, you know, girls have gone back to Invicta. I mean, look at Angela Hill. Right. So if I go to Bellator and I get signed with them, then I'm, I'm kind of in yeah. that spot. So, yeah, I mean, definitely I'm, uh, I'm not quite ready. I, so I had no surgery like a year ago. You know, it was actually a year ago today that I had my fight. Wow. In uh, Mexico City against Alexa Grasso. So I uh, had surgery a couple weeks later after that for my nose, and I thought that my nose was better. So I just went to Sacramento two weeks ago and sparred with uh, some of the girls there and um, realized that my nose isn't quite ready yet. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's just, it's almost there, but it definitely got a little bloody in one of the one of the rounds and um, and then was it's been kind of sensitive since. So, um you know, I'm thinking maybe January or February or something like that. Give me plenty of time to kind of um, prepare correctly. And I'm still trying to figure out, like, now that I'm here in L.A., do I try to do a camp here or do I go back to Vegas? Um, I was, you know, maybe even thinking about going up to Sacramento. So, uh, yeah, just kind Sacramento of exploring my right options. Now. You got yeah. Sarah McMahon, you got Leslie's over there, you got Jamie Moyle, you got those two boxers that you Cynthia. brought to the show. And yeah. Cynthia well, no. Calvijo, right? Uh, just just Michaela. Jenny's in Colorado. Right. I mean, that's a good camp for girls right now. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, and Andrew, a lot of fun with you? What's going on with me? Same old. You know, uh, watching every single mixed martial arts fight possible. Just glued to my TV. Uh, working here at Pluto. Um, Going to check out the dime tonight, I think, tonight nice. for your show. There you go. Well, let's talk about some of the fights that happened. I just watched fights. That's, all, that's yeah. really all I do. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some of the fights uh, going on right now. So the fights over the weekend, I have so many thoughts about these fights. Uh, I don't Amazing even know where to start. Card. I think the overall theme of the night was you can't buy into your own hype. I think a lot of these guys, I think with Cody and even Joanna, they, you know, it's like a comedy. Whenever I think I got this or I'm going to kill tonight or being result-oriented and you sort of forget what got you there, you're, you, you get screwed. I get screwed. I end up have bombing or having a bad set or whatever. I don't have a good set as a good. Uh, Joanna. Except for Conor McGregor. Except for McGregor, right? <laughs> but you look and, at, well, even, even McGregor, I mean, well, let's not talk about that. Okay. So but you I'm look at saying. like, like for example, the Rose Namajunas versus Joanna fight. I knew uh, going out there when it, they had the odds on the thing where it said like, Rose is a, a plus uh, minus four, a plus four hundred, and Joanna was a minus six hundred. I go, those are big fucking odds. Those are good odds, betting odds. And then when I saw Joanna walk out there, point to her, yeah, you and go, knew she was in and her go, head. You want this? I go, uh oh, this girl's more concerned with the show. Yeah, she's more concerned with how the everybody's putting on a good show for the fans yeah. or whatever. This is not a girl thinking about what do I need to do to win Absolutely. this fight right now. Yep. And you, got, you gave me chills thinking about that. And same with Cody. Uh, yeah. When I saw Cody No Love, you know, do that whole thing with like, you know, TJ goes for a kick and he sort of does this whole thing where he brushes his hair back and he's like, come on. I, showboating. Showboating. I knew that's not what got Cody there. 
Cody did not used to fight like that. He did it in the Dominic Cruz fight. That was, that he did that one time. But when he was coming up, he was all business. Yeah. And I think that these, you know, when it comes to fighting, I mean, we saw Anderson Silva when he started playing around too much. Yeah. And it, you get away with it to a point yeah. until you can't get away with it. Um, well, it's just taking your focus out off slightly and then you know that that's what this game is about is this is about inches right and so or it's I, to me, it's like a barking dog, for instance. If like you have, if a dog is like really gonna attack you, like it's gonna sit there and it's gonna wait and it's gonna kind of be ready. Like it's, but if it starts barking, it's almost like it's scared. It's trying to get you. It's scared, so it's trying to scare you away. Yes, right? that's right. So, but uh, it's a good oh, analogy. Thanks. I like that. <laughs> this is true. It's a, but yeah. Right? Uh, so let's let's break down all the fights because that's not that's just a, a general note. I think a, a, an overall note. Um, Bisbing, that was heartbreaking. I really, GSP, all the credit to the world of GSP. But why is it heartbreaking? Well, because I want a Bisbing to win. I like Bisbing. Um, okay, I, he's but a personal friend. It was heartbreaking because I, I, well, I, not to take away from. Again, what? He's a talker. He was, he was, he was doing just, he was he worse was, than he, I he think talked, the But he didn't talk during the fight. He didn't talk going into the fight. Okay. He, didn't, he didn't fight. I mean, these guys were talking during the fight, yeah, which yeah. I guess if you're Nick Diaz or you're certain people that do that, and that's part of your strategy. Yeah. That's one thing. But Joanna w- didn't used to do that. Yeah. She, she almost became a caricature of herself right. there. And same with Cody. He didn't, he didn't need to do all that. Yeah. I think, if, I think that her lost focus. But let's talk about Bisbing. GS, well, let's talk about GSP. I have never seen an athlete take four years off, go up a weight class, and do what he did. And, you know, there were some pictures of GSP when he first came back, and he looked fat. I'm not sure if they were photoshopped or whatever. But when he weighed in, I was like, holy shit. This dude is went up 15 pounds and somehow looks better than he did at 170. It, it was mind-boggling. And I think that the... Uh, the GSP that I remembered his last fight against Johnny Hendricks, that GSP was not the same GSP that came back. He had gotten better. Yeah. This was the best I've ever seen him look. Uh, Bisbing, fought a, he fought a good fight. He, he tried his hardest. He, he landed some big shots. Uh, he, he just, I, I would say he, he got outclassed by GSP in that fight. And at the same time... Do you think I, he overhyped himself like that? Like I, we were think, just I think that Bisbing... Took, I, don't think he, I think he took a little lightly. I think that he thought this guy has taken four years off and he's a weight class below me. And who wouldn't think that? Yeah, I, mean, I that's, think that's, that's only, logic. The only thing that I think that Ring Rust did to GSP was it just gassed him a little bit just because of all the emotions that go into that fighting at, you know, Madison Square Gardens and like just the adrenaline. I, I think he probably was a little bit like, oh shit, how the heck did I get this tired? But in terms of skill, the skill still came out just as It was as unbelievable. Well. Um, I, yeah, awesome. But I also think that Bisbing has a lot going on outside of the octagon. I mean, he, he was in the Triple X movie. He was in another movie. He's in a movie with Max Holloway and someone else. I don't know, what, I don't know who that is. I'm, I'm sure that it'll be on Pluto soon. Uh, and Those then, are the type of movies we do get. He, yes, and then he, he was, he's also, he has a podcast that he does once a week. Uh, he's he started posting gambling sites links on his Facebook like hey use my codes for oh wasn't everyone doing that though I don't know I, but he's it just seems like he's got a lot of other things going on the draft king things yeah the draft whereas isn't everyone doing that maybe I've seen everybody I'm not sure if it's even him posting right? it but but it just seems like he's got a I mean the movies hey, especially you gotta got strike while the iron's hot because no one's gonna ask him for draft king codes anymore you know well that you you do have to do that but at the same time. 
I'm sure the press and all the stuff that he had to do for this fight is a full-time job. And then when you factor in the movies, yeah, and you he factor lives in, in LA and stuff, he's yeah, definitely and it's, distracted. There, there is, a, and he also has three kids. And he has a teenager. He's got like a, a little guy. I think he might have a daughter. Uh, he's got a, he's a, you know, what I mean, there's a lot going on. And I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just saying that maybe all that other stuff. You, you go, okay, I'm fighting a guy yeah. at 170 who's smaller who's not active and all of a sudden you're in there you're like holy shit this guy fucking looks a lot hard. he hits a lot harder than I thought he did I think he got surprised a little bit and uh, if they, you know he says he's not done I don't know I don't know where the UFC goes from here I think that the UFC wanted this fight because number one the numbers make sense you got MSG you got the biggest one of the biggest ratings draws in GSP you got Bisbing you have a good heel I think that Bisbing versus uh, GSP versus Woodley would not do those kind of numbers. Also, you wouldn't have the heel as in Woodley versus where you have it in Bisbing. But now, what happens? Does I like to see Colby versus GSP? Who? Colby Covington. That they're not making that fight. They're gonna. I think it'd be exciting. Ex- a wrestler. Ver- well, th- what they want to no, do. No, but Colby's Colby not just a wrestler. He would get outstruck by. But he's also the so. third-rate guy at 170 versus now a guy who's now the well, champion so at 185. So is he going to calm down or is he in the state? Well, okay, so we're talking about other 185. I just what think the, the UFC, guys are too big. Here's what the UFC's dream is. GSP versus Conor McGregor. Right. That's they, my dream, too. They, they want to do... And that That's what fight, I'm saying. So he's got to come down. What, GSP? Yeah. But he fights at 170. That's his weight class. So he needs to come down to 170... Yeah. Like, but, so, like, one more time, and then that's what I'm saying. So, it makes sense. GSP versus Colby, because I think Colby should be getting the next. They're, fight. they're not making that fight. He's first of all, he's, that's what I think should he's, happen. He's, and then the winner of that fight fights. Yeah, but that's, first of all, why would the champion at 185 fight the, the third ranked guy at 170? That's it. That makes absolutely no well, sense. He's got to come down. No, he's going to come down, but he's going to come down for oh. McGregor. And he's not even coming down because that's normally he's what he weighs at. He's never fought at 185. But McGregor's not think. the champ at 170. But it's the money fight. And he's a champ at 45 and 55 right McGregor's now. McGregor's a champ at any weight he fights. At. That's <laughs> he's just, a, yeah, he's, he's the money champ. He he's the 45 55 champ versus the, champ. the 185 pound champ, which, uh, I mean, it, it, it's silly. But that fight be great. would It'd be a great fight. That would be the biggest fight in UFC history. In, yes, absolutely. First of all, you have all the makings of a super fight. You have Ireland versus Canada, yeah. right? But it's really not even Canada. It's really North America versus Ireland. Then you have good versus evil. You have a guy whose sole focus is money, money, money. Look at me. I'm the greatest. A bitch is this. Great. Versus a guy who is like humble, has OCD, has trouble sleeping. <laughs> who, he's like... Everything he's like, I'm a full mixed martial artist. Has he ever even cursed before? You have, you have every what did guy. He say ooh, 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 in the in the thing he was about to cuss, and he was like, he said, oh, ooh, or something like that. Yeah, you have, you have like, every so guy. You you have the guy that everybody proper. You yeah. have every guy, everybody who wants their daughter to date versus the guy who fucking bangs your daughter and will never call her back. Is basically Is what that, you that's have. Connor, Connor, yeah, you have you have Connor McGregor shows up at your house to fuck your daughter. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, my, my daughter's getting fucked, and this guy's an, and, and it's gonna be coke filled three. Connor's been versus, faithful to his girl his, their entire relationship. But there's some uh, pictures on the internet that say differently. Well, but um, true. what I'm saying is is that you have good versus evil. And yeah. then also you have... No, I get is, your analogy. Who I wins get that fight? That's even more baffling because... Conor, Conor McGregor. He, win, he wins that fight? How? Knockout. He, I, really? I mean, Bisping... No, is, there's two ways. That can, it can either go he gets knocked out or GSP does GSP. You know, it's, I think he has two, three minutes or so to, to put 
uh, GSP away. Like three, I mean, does McGregor hit harder than? He, is he yes. hit harder than Bisbing? I think he's more accurate, and I think he, he his timing is, is is much better. Yeah, I think his time his timing and accuracy are way better than Bisbing's. Right, Bis, Bisbing is not knocking people out. He, but Bis, he's not people down. He's hurt people before. Yeah. He stopped people. I mean, he's, Bisbing is like accumulation. Yeah, I think it's accumulation. He's really good boxing technique, but Connor times it really well. George, George with that jab is going to get countered. That would be the first hundred dollar pay per view. Southpaw that jab over the GSP throws that jab. He, he's got to be careful. That would be the first $100 pay-per-view. That would be... For the UFC, yeah. 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 Uh, who do you think wins that fight, Heather? I don't know. I'm listening to you guys, and I'm thinking, oh... Um, it's fun. Yeah, I don't know. I, mm, I'm going to have to go... Uh, GSP, GSP. I think GSP would, uh, is going to win a, um, a, a decision. But he's also 37. I'll be 37 by the fight that... So what? Okay, the other guy is, who what, 28, 29? So? Look... That's the whole thing is like, you know, as you get older, as you know, Adam, because you're older than 37, um, <clears throat> just saying, you know, you, you learn how to be smarter. You learn how to do things um, like just just cleaner for, you know, like he has just like Connor has like those specialty coaches. He had Freddie Roach. Yeah. He's got, you know, he's just he knows what it takes to. Um, to prepare himself, he's not he's not wasting any time, and he's not distracted by all the things that Conor McGregor is distracted by. You know, you're right, but so. it hasn't affected him except for the Nate Diaz fight the first time. It really hasn't gotten his way of being distracted. However, here's what's going to happen: Conor McGregor knows that him versus GSP is going to be the biggest fight ever, so he's going to say, "Okay, Dana." We'll make the fight happen. I want to be a partner in well, it. Well, that's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. And then they're gonna look. If I was the UFC, and which I'm not, obviously, uh, but if I was running it. Give the guy whatever he wants. Make him a partner because that fight would do so. The numbers would be insane, and it would. Boxing would be officially dead at that point. I mean, no one, everybody, would be talking about that fight, yeah. and it really would be an interesting fight. And I don't know who wins that fight. I I know who I'd be rooting for, which would be GSP. But who do I think wins that fight? Yeah, you can go back and forth. And it's one of those fights where people would be arguing to death <laughs> who wins that fight because you got a guy who's. Got the best double leg in MMA history, who's not even a fucking wrestler, yeah. uh, versus a guy who's got the best precision striking in MMA history, I think. Uh, coming off a loss to Mayweather, but that's, does that even factor into this? No. I mean, because it's not like he can watch Mayweather's fights and be like, oh, I'm going to do what he did, you know? But man, that would be a great fight. That would, that would fight would just be, you could have the undercard be, you know. I don't know, just Ben Askren versus uh, the guy who always rolls for heel hooks. Uh, uh, Paul Harris? No, no, the other guy, the, the funny from, guy. From J Japan? No, the, the guy oh, who... Oh, the one that did... Which? Ryan Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ryan Hall. You could have Ryan Hall versus Ben Askren ten times. I fought Gray Maynard and yeah. just, oh, that was frustrating. And I would still watch that fight. That, that was, was worse, right? That was a hard fight and to he, watch. And, and I wouldn't watch I wouldn't watch that fight. He, 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 he should have won that fight. I don't fight. think anyone won. No. Gray I know. I know. Hall should have won that fight. Why? Because he did more damage than He didn't do shit. He just laid but, butt scooted. But if you can't figure it out. He butt scooted. That, no, that fight no. reminded me of like, I'm you ever play someone like a, in like a video game where you can get that one move that keeps working over and over? I'm, yeah. I'm that guy in video games. <laughs> I'm, I'm always that guy in video games. No. Yeah. Okay. Let's not go there anyway. So, he didn't win that fight. Okay. Now, um, let's talk about the Joanna fight versus Rose. <laughs> so this fight... Um, 
I was so happy for Rose. When I met Rose, uh, she was super sweet. And uh, uh, Pat Barry, this is what happened. So she's walking to the thing. And me and my dad are watching the fight at the lap, right across from the Laugh Factory. And I, I convinced my dad to order the pay-per-view, which he always, every fight, Sugar Ray Robinson. Your dadager. My dad, yeah. Your dadager. They yeah, were back together. We're working together again. Uh, but every fight, my dad's like, Sugar Ray Robinson would have killed these guys. Like, no matter <laughs> what the fight is, Sugar Ray Robinson would have fucked everybody up. Okay. But if it's Stevie Miocic versus, you know, Cain Velasquez and Sugar Ray Robinson would have beat both of them. Okay. So at the same time, mm. but so we were watching and I'm like, I'm like, ah, and my dad, you know, he, he had a gambling issue in the past. So we, we don't gamble. It's so much fun, by the way, not gambling on these fights because I'm not beating myself up for making that one pick that would have, anyway, I digress. So uh, that fight, I remember Pat telling me the first time he, he held mitts for Rose Everyone was doing like a UFC special on him. It was like a behind the thing, and they were all following Pat around. And he was in the gym holding mitts for Rose. And he's like, man, forget me. This is the girl you should be talking. He goes, this girl's got power. And we're talking about a, a heavyweight you know, champion kickboxer holding the mitts for a 115. I'm going, dude, she's got pop. Yeah, she was like 17. And uh, I, I told my dad that. I'm like, you know, this girl's got power. She could win this. It was six to one. He's like, I don't know. The other girl's so much bigger. I go, yeah, but... They're counting out Rose. I remember talking to Rose, telling me she was like a black belt in karate at age seven (laughs) or something, which she was then telling me it was stupid because obviously a seven-year-old trying to get a black belt. But I'm like, well, you know, she's got great jujitsu. So cute. She's got great jujitsu. She's got great uh, karate. And she's got great power. And I was thinking the one weakness that she had was wrestling, which is why Carla Esparza beat her, which Joanna does not have. Doesn't have that the wrestling. fight with Carla was nothing about her skill. That was all mental. So, I, after that, she hit her first time. I'm like, whoa! And my dad's like, oh no, she'll get up. She'll get up. I go, you don't understand. This girl's got, you know, power that she can fool you. She kept the range so well. Now, like, now you trained with Rose. Did, is did, phenomenal. Did yeah. you think Rose could win that fight? Absolutely, I knew she'd win. Really? Yeah. Look on, back on her. Um, on her page and I was like and I mean I sent her a message uh, like a couple weeks before I was like you got this like and I respect Joanna I follow her I think she's a great girl and a great fighter and you know nothing against her at all but man Rose um, she surprised me from the the first time I trained with her on the Ultimate Fighter you know um, from the, the time we I rolled off the mat and cut my eye you know it was like she doesn't look like she's like super strong, right? She but she feels like she's like cyborg. Like she no, she's just come su- on. I well I don't know. I've never I've never uh, let's not go crazy. I'm, okay, okay, but I'm yeah, just yeah. saying like like that's just because you look at someone like cyborg and she looks really strong yeah, yeah. like that and you automatically know she's strong. Where you look at Rose and you're like she's so small and she's you know she has that no expression and she's like emotionless. Yet I'm telling you it's like she's strong as hell. And she's not, yeah, and she's very focused. I remember very when she focused. was fighting the karate hottie, I went to the warm-ups, and Rose is sitting there hitting the pads. This was in Kansas City, doing completely focused, and Michelle is chasing around her baby, and I go, yeah, I, this is not what I, if I was her coach, I would be like, all right, your kid is adorable. We get you're a mom. Yeah. We've all, we all see that. Let's, let's focus now. Yeah. And the thing about Rose is she, she stays focused. And, uh, but wasn't she playing with her dog a little bit then too, I think? Her dog? Yeah. Who Rose was? Yeah, I think so. In Kansas City? Yeah. I didn't see that. I saw her hitting mitts but, and going, uh, but. But needless to say, like, that's, you know. Yeah. It, everyone prepares for a fight different, Adam. So. But I, I agree. Like you talked about, you, Joanna, you know, um, kind of 
egging on Rose as she walked into the cage. And, and I knew um, Rose was in her head, you know. And Rose did such an amazing job, like, saving her energy and um, just staying con- composed. I mean, that's something that obviously I'm really working on in, in my fight. So I, I really was, like, noticing that about her this week uh, leading up to the fight. And, you know, doing the, the, the prayer and everything. Like, she really put a lot of thought. I don't know if she had a, a psychologist she worked with or whatever, but she really put in a thought of how to manage that uh, that emotion. No, and, and also... And also she did the, such a good job. And Joanna, they were like, she was looking... I'm going to beat Ronda Rousey's record. I'm winning this. Then I'm winning the next one. She was looking past her. Yeah. And, you know, the best athletes that I've, I've watched when they, when they go, hey, you know, if you win this, you get to go to the playoffs. And they go, we're just thinking about this game. We're not, we're not worried about the playoffs right now. I'm not worried about – or like they go up to somebody and they go, hey, you're about to break this home run record and I'm just trying – I want my team to win. And that's what the, And that's – I think these guys, even if you are human, a being and you're thinking that a little bit, you have to tell yourself, no, I'm not thinking past it. Right. And I think Joanna got caught up. Um, and uh, – but uh, fuck, that was I was really happy for Rose. I liked her speech. I like her. The, <laughs> it was amazing that she, speech. It, I posted it on my on my Instagram and yeah, I liked it was it. beautiful. I, it was so beautiful and just uh, it's funny because Anderson Silva, you know, kind of told me the same thing. He's like, it's not about the bout. It's about like the love for the sport. It's about the mind and uh, and and the respect. And man, I yeah. don't know. Rose is gonna just be uh, like she said, just an example. And and I'm just I'm just really excited for her. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And the Cody TJ, you know, I was, was kind of pulling for man. I, I like both these guys. I, I'm friends with both these guys, uh, but I do think that. Um, who did you call before? Like, I called TJ. Think? Yeah, I, I called TJ, but I also called Joanna. So I'm not exactly. I wasn't perfect on this. See, I called but, Cody and and Rose. But I just thought that I think that people were looking past TJ. I think they were forgetting the Lineker fight. And the other fight, who else did he beat? The other Brazilian? Henan Burrell. Yeah. No, no, but he also beat the guy after the guy. Rafael Sansa. Yeah, Sansa. He had a really long road up here. And also, Team Alpha Male has gone through some shit where Justin Buckhold is now the striking, he's now the Muay Thai coach, not the head coach, and this. And they're releasing tapes. I didn't like how they released that knockout tape or the, the, the gym knockdown tape the day before. Yeah, it was I, a knockdown, not a knockout. And, and I thought that was sort of like, really? Like that—that that was kind of cheap. Well, and I, I think it had something to do with just the fact that he had said that it didn't happen. So they were just trying to—they were trying to get into his head. Yeah. And, and you know what? Whatever. After that first round, Cody had that. I mean, that fight—ten more seconds—that would have been stopped. Yeah. And and TJ, to his credit, I mean, he looked visibly frustrated. But he came back super focused and just like centered. He didn't like let it get to him. And I think if those guys fight ten times, it might be five and five. Yeah, it's one of those guys are very evenly matched. They know each other, so they know they, it's yeah. And I also was surprised that TJ didn't use his wrestling at all. I mean, he kept it a striking match. And I think he's the one guy's a college wrestler, the other guy's a high school wrestler. Granted, a state champ high school wrestler, and MMA is different. I but think, I think that TJ had the advantage in wrestling. Yeah, but I think that's what they were expecting. I think that's what oh. Cody was maybe expecting. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I didn't know the game plan, but um, to me, if I were to game plan against Tim, I would think I would expect you're going to wrestle me. I'm a striker, you know. So it makes the division a lot more interesting. I do think that Cody became a star, and I wouldn't say too fast because I, I want all you guys to be stars. But he was a three to one underdog against Cruz. He's the champion, and all these people came out of nowhere. All these, I'm sure, women. I mean, he's engaged now, but I'm sure it must have been a huge. He's in Sacramento. He's now the king of Sacramento, and sometimes, you know, uh, 
now Cody's going to realize who his real friends are uh, and who his real supporters are because a lot of those people are going to go away, especially if he loses again. If he loses again, forget about it. He's going to have, it's going to be him and 12 people and Team Alpha Male. But that's just this sport. That's just fame. That's just how it is. But I do think that Cody will be able to, I, I think Cody's, uh, TJ's saying Cody needs to now earn his way back up. And I, don't, I think that's bullshit. I think they should get an immediate rematch based on that fight. It'd be one thing if you went out and just fucking smashed him in 30 seconds. Yeah. But that was a very close fight. However, now the division's really interesting because you got Dominic. It was a close fight, but he finished him. So that's where I'm like, if it was a close decision, then it's like, ah, uh, it's controversial, controversial. Just like with Rose and Ioana. I don't think Ioana deserves a, 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 you know, she was a dominant champion, but. Oh, come on. No. She definitely deserves one. She won, no. she won six yeah. fights in a row. I don't care. Months. I think she has to fight one more fight or, or two more fights and then comes back that's just how it should no. be when you get when you have a deci- like uh, uh, i think when you know decisive knockout like that like why when not- you're i understand if maybe you have a argument for cody's position because he had only won one he never even defended the belt he just won the belt so you could say okay well dominic cruz or the, the kid he's fighting now they've got to beat favor what's his name andrew Oh, uh, Jimmy Rivera? Jimmy Rivera. And then maybe you could talk Aljamain and Caraway in, in that picture. But whatever. But when a person has eight title defenses in a row. I think it makes more six, sense to give her a shot at the 125 winner. Who? Come on. I think that makes more sense. But she's not one. She's a 115. You're, you're yeah, just, but she's, a, she's big. She should go oh, up. So what? He's I know. And big. then you look at, um, you know, like Holly. Holly, that ha- she got... Uh, title shot after a loss. She lost her first one. I'm saying she got to fight for the title at 145 against. Uh, oh, that yeah, but that's not even a real division. They were just made. Oh my god, they were just that's picking. A, the, there's no, there's no champion there right now, but it is a real division. 145 yeah, women's yeah, female. Cyborg is the champ. Oh yeah, Cy- Cyborg got the. Yeah, yeah but they had two the, 135 pound girls fighting for the 145 pound champion. That was, 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 was weird. Look, I if, yeah. if it's one thing, if it's one person, if you don't defend the belt, maybe with the Rockhold like case, Randomay, whatever her name is. Yeah, but I don't know. When you have a dominant sense. champion and you lose, I would say you should get an immediate. I, I, I agree with that. I, I do. I do think that uh, Joanna should get a rematch. I think she deserves it. She's cleaned out the division except for Rose, obviously. But I think she deserves a rematch. I see. It's a bigger fight now, too. It, it could actually hold up a, a pay-per-view now. Uh, that was the third fight before. The, that was the, it wasn't even the co-main event. It no, was, but they had a, the other title. Yeah, and I, but I think now a rematch between them could hold up uh, a pay-per-view. So uh, other fights. Do it in are- Poland. That, that could be fun. I don't think Rose would give a shit. So, so other fights on that card. Johnny Hendricks, we got to stop this. If they don't make a 175-pound division... You're not an 85 pounder. You're not liking that? Uh, no, I don't like to see like these guys just get murked so that you can build someone's name up. And the same thing happened with Koscheck and, and Hendricks. You got these guys that were legends, and now they're, they're on their way down. Match them up with other guys who are in that same you know, category. I, I, I like the, uh, the Matt Brown-Diego Sanchez fight, even though that fight Sanchez is at 170. The last fight was at 45, so it kind of makes – it's weird. But I like the Jim Miller-Diego Sanchez fights. I like the Hector Lombard-Hendricks fights. I like those type of fights where you get guys that are names fighting each other. I don't like a guy who is 1-5 in his last fights against a Brazilian who looks like uh, the USADA poster boy. I mean, that guy. The guy's enormous. Jesus Christ. I mean, they, he, they could have tested him on the way to the cage. I mean, that, was, that was insane. There's no way that guy's not. I mean, I don't think that's a natural way to look. That's just, it, that, that guy has muscle upon muscle. Jiu-jitsu. 
He makes Alan Jubon look like me, that guy. It was, it was insane. Someone said that while we were watching that fight. They're like, that guy looks like Alan Jubon. <laughs> Alan Jubon looks like a better version of Alan Jubon. Oh, uh, nah. It's like Alan Jubon off the... the, the oh, well, you, anyway, my point is... Is that yeah, we put him against someone like Talos Latis, or I'm trying to see who he, he could have fought that would have made who Hendrix? Yeah, There's a lot of guys at 17. Put him against Ellenberger. Well, he's you you watch Ellenberger Hendrix? He's, he's, oh, 85. He's at 185. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of. I mean, the Tim Boach fight, but he's not Sam an 85 Alvey? pounder. Who? Sam Alvey could have been good. That, Alvey would have been great. Not, Alvey not, Hendrix. Yeah, that, that that's a good that's Rashad. a good matchup. Rashad, Rashad would have been great. Fucking great. Wrestling match. Yeah. I understand you want to build these guys in Brazil, but don't do it on the backs of fighters who really have no chance against them. Yeah, the the guy that uh, what Paulo Costa, he too too big, too dominant, but uh, there's too, much, a, too much momentum too. The guy's a eleven and zero, I think. So. At the same time, I don't time, think anyone expected that guy though. Oh, everyone did. The guy was, oh, he was ten and zero. He was ten and zero. Huh? Yeah, but at the yeah. same time, you have guys where that only one and zero in the UFC, but still a beast. But then you have times where uh, a guy like Cuff Swanson beats Korean Wonder Boy and. You know, but Cub yeah, Swanson's better than We're Hendrix sitting here was. going, oh, well, who could we give Hendrix a fight to, that he could beat? It's like, no, that's not what this sport's about. It's like, let's put on a good fight. Let's challenge each other. Let's, like, you know, let, let the best fighter win. Yeah, but they're doing, they're doing it, like, competitive. You got to make fights competitive. And when you have guys like Yair Rodriguez, okay, well, if it's not BJ competitive Penn, though, then it should then maybe he shouldn't be in there. Just like you, you know, I mean, I'm not in the UFC anymore, even though I put on competitive fights with top top ten girls. Yeah, I know, but at the same time, you they have name recognition. Uh, you want to give these guys a chance. You don't want to just cut them. No, if you don't want to, do you want to give them a chance, or do you want to like? Yeah, it was a good opportunity for Hendricks to jump right back in there. If he beat that guy, Paulo Costa, he's yeah. he's right back in the mix. No, I understand that. And there are like like, like Gray Maynard beat uh, Ishihara. I mean, there are times where the veteran does beat the upstart. Okay, but there's also times where you're trying to build a young fighter and you throw in someone who's one in five at his last six fights and you're like okay i get it you're now beating a name now people know who you are but you're also potentially giving people permanent brain damage on what point adam it's this is mma i know it's mma but are you gonna put Engano putting Engano against arlovsky is stupid why because it's uh you're you're keeping the one guy around because of the name factor and and because he still maybe has a chance you don't want to necessarily cut him yet and another guy's undefeated and 11 0 with 10 knockouts, and you know what's going to happen 99% of the time. So, so then it's up to the fighter to take that fight. But, the, the, but not necessarily because fighters, I could, I could ask Diego Sanchez tomorrow. <laughs> that's no, if don't he will even fight try to. Kane you, Velasquez, no, and he would but say you, yes. That's, Diego Sanchez is very specific type of person. Well, I would say most fighters think they could beat anybody any given day. Well, and then that's what the sport's about. And if you can't take it, then, you know, what are you doing? Uh, I, well, it's at a certain point, sometimes fighters have to save themselves. I mean, you, I mean, you have to save. Exactly. But, or you have to step in and say, you know what, this is not a... Johnny Hendricks' manager. Should, I, mean, look, I mean, look at what's his name in, uh, in fighting kickboxing, Bigfoot Silva. I mean, is how many he, times are we going to... He's fighting kickboxing? He's just, yeah, he just lost to some champion in kickboxing. Yeah, he got again. knocked out by uh, Rico Verhoeven, the uh, glory heavyweight <laughs> champion. And, like, it was so fast. They fought in, uh, in China. Yeah, two, I mean, two, three weeks ago. Three, I get weeks. it. I get it. It's a money. It's. A, it's. I understand your point, but I don't know. I, it just sucks because it, when I think of Johnny Hendricks, I think of three-time, two-time national champion, you know, UFC champion, guy who knocked out John Fitch and all these great things. And now you see him now, and he's a shell of himself, getting murked by some fucking 
genetic freak Brazilian and you're like, what, what are we, what's going on here? Well, it's just like for me, my last two fights, I'm realizing, okay, my game plan was to go in there, strike, and then take these girls down because I was better in the ground than both of them, right? But yet I was beating them standing. So the only time that I was getting caught in bad positions, like even with Alexa, is when I shot, is when I was clinching, when I was trying to get in. When I kept the distance, I was winning. Oh, I love that story, but it has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Yes, it does. <laughs> because it's just like if someone were to come, no. So, so, so my next fight, so just because my last two fights I got my face beaten into, yeah. right? I, got, I broke my orbital. Yeah, it was way more broke, competitive than that Hendricks fight. Well, I'm just saying, like some, if the UFC were to give me another striker, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, no, I'm not going to take it because my last two fights, were, uh, I, I got my face no, broken into. No, my point exactly, but at a certain point, we could go, okay, I, 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 lo- I think Sean Shelby's doing a great job. You obviously saw it. The, the whole card was amazing, aside from the Johnny Hendricks fight. I mean, look, Wonderboy versus Masvidal, a, amazing fight. You had three yeah, versus five. Masvidal wasn't there that night either. He was like somewhere else. You think so? I think, it's just, I think Wonderboy was just so awkward to fight. I you just don't. I did not Boy. see. Mas, I feel like Masvidal was really off. I feel like he was um, just kind of in there, kind of like sparring. He wasn't. He, he could even see it in his face. I feel like. Like I don't know. I, I'm friends with him, so I feel like I know like his his personality, and I don't feel like he was in that fight. I don't know. What I thought was that Wonder Boy is so awkward. And hard to emulate. It's hard to get a guy to do that in sparring or training. Yeah. I mean, you. I mean, Wonderboy is what one of three guys that can really. I mean, who are you going to train with when it comes to that kind of thing? I mean, MVP or uh, who's going to do what Wonderboy does? And guys, they fall apart in there with them, unless unless you have like Woodley type knockout. Even even that Woodley fight, that last fight, were you there? The whole crowd yeah, was booing. Yeah, I was there. It was the fucking Casper the. Ghost convention. It was. I heard more booze, and then 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 uh, I do on. It, they start doing the wave. It, yeah, that was the, that was the one. That was that was Maya versus uh, Woodley. Oh, it was Maya. Yeah, Woodley. yeah. By the way, Woodley's calling out GSP, saying GSP's running for him, running from him, and uh, and Brunson's calling out Rockhold. Is that what's going on? He's like making like death threats. That's a good fight, Rockhold Brunson. That's a good fight, man. I tell you, Luke Rockhold got screwed out the most out of all this stuff because he just another example of. Did not take Bisbing seriously. Yeah. That second fight. He thought he was going to go in there and just... The worst thing you can ever do. Yeah. And even... <laughs> that, I was there. People were shocked. Yeah. I mean, people were shocked. I was shocked. I was happy for Bisbing because there's a guy who... Uh, you talk about an... He's a pretty inspiring guy. He never gives up. Yeah. I mean, there was a point in MMA where everybody in every division was calling out Bisbing. <laughs> I mean, I called my my grandma called him out. Like my, my girl called him out during sex. She was yelling out Bisbing. Uh, everybody was calling out Bisbing, and they weren't calling him out after that fight. Yeah. Uh, so we're calling call Darren Elkins the damage. Talk about a guy who uh, is a monster. I hope he picks up this FaceTime. I don't know if he knows we're doing FaceTime. Uh, calling the the damage guy who's at Team Alpha Male now. Yep. Uh, great fighter. Super nice guy. Nice guy. His record in high school was 191 and nine. For wrestling? For wrestling. Wow. No, for uh, ping pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, hey, Darren Elkins. What's up? What's Hi, up? Darren. Here with Heather Joe Clark. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Nice to see you. We were just talking about your high school uh, wrestling. You were 191 and nine. Yep. That's, That's amazing. Insane. Yeah, I didn't that, know that. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I wrestled since I was four. So, um, you know, my family started me out wrestling young with my brother because we had a lot of aggression. So instead of tearing up the furniture, we got into wrestling instead. Now, now who are the nine guys that beat you? Was it one guy nine times or or was it just... uh... No, no, that'd be horrible if I lost one guy nine (laughs) times. I lost uh, four times my freshman year, three times my uh, sophomore year, and then I lost... uh, one time my junior year, one time my junior year, my senior year. Oh, no. Well, you were uh, a, a state champ your senior year. Yes. You were Indiana state champion, which uh, I assume Indiana is probably pretty tough for uh, tough guys in wrestling, Indiana. Yeah, well, it is, man. Um, we had a good class the last couple of years. Um, the guy that I beat in, in the finals, he went on to be in a, um, a, ju- a junior college national champion, um, a division two. Um, I think he was a two-time uh, All-American, so I mean he was a legit wrestler himself. Now, now, um, now you wrestled. Now you went to college, University of Wisconsin, Parkside, for two years. Did you wrestle for them? Because you you, you, you didn't finish. Yeah, um, I redshirted my first year. Um, I, I had a redshirt record of like uh, I think I was uh, twelve and three on on opens, and then I started my uh, my uh, second year, which is my uh, freshman year. And uh, I did pretty good. I went 29 and nine. Um, I was one one round away from going to nationals that year. And um, you know, I beat the guy who uh, a couple All Americans that year. I had a really close match with the guy who won nationals. Um, it was just a long season, man. It wore on my body, and I just didn't finish like I wanted to. And then um, after that, me and my my wife, who was my girlfriend forever, uh, she was pregnant. So I just uh, dropped out of college and just got into pipe fitting, and then got into fighting after that. Now your 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 college coach must have wanted to kill you, though. <laughs> well, oh yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he was mad about me, but I mean, it is what it is, man. Life gets in the way with life sometimes, you know. I mean, you you had so many amazing fights. I was at that one fight against Mursad Bektik, and that fight. I was in the front row watching that fight. And no offense, but he was killing you. Uh, the, almost, it was, he was, and I'm like, I'm, I'm friends with Mursad. And all of a sudden, you came back in the third. It was like every Rocky movie combined. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that, was, that, was great. that was insane. That was a good fight. I mean, like I've been telling people, you know, I fucking, I dug deep, man. Seen Satan himself, I dug so deep for that one, you know. Um, <laughs> Try to stay calmed, and he gave me an opening, man. Luckily, I, I took advantage of it and came out on top. I mean, what are you telling yourself? Because, like, when you go back to the first round and you're like, are you like, fuck, I'm getting killed right now. Uh, this is not how it's supposed to go. Like, what, what's going through your mind? Um, you know, I'm going through the, the first round. He caught me with, like, the, the fucking first elbow he threw, and I was bleeding everywhere. So, you know, when you're in that position, you're just not, you're just not sure how bad the cut was. So I was just hoping that the doctor wouldn't stop because of the cuts. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'm trying to see, and it was a lot of emotion, man. I was trying to stay calm as possible. Um, I started getting things going in the second round, you know, I stopping some of the takedowns, scoring some of the, scoring the takedown myself. And I really started, I started, you know, moving and, uh, I felt like he was breaking, you know, he was, uh, putting a good pressure on me, but I just kept on pushing and pushing and pushing. And, uh, when he came to the third, man, he took me down. I just felt like he was gassed. So I waited for my opportunity, and I scrambled as hard as I could, and, uh, and I hit him as hard as I could, and looked like I kicked him right in the face. It, it, was, it was amazing. I was like, it was one of those fights I was so happy that, like, I was so happy for you, just because it seems like every one of your fights, like, like you, you, you come from behind more than Anderson Cooper. You, you know, um, it's, it, you're always coming back. In fact, you actually beat her ex-husband. 
Uh, what's his name? Uh, Diego Brandao. Uh, that was yeah. that was the fight. That was when, a good fight. That was the fight when I saw when because everybody was scared of Brandao coming off the yeah. Ultimate Fighter. People were like, <laughs> he had this thing about him. People were like really scared of this dude. Yeah, he's got power. But then he fought you, and I remember like thinking, man, he's like I think Rogan was saying, I don't know, man, this Elkins kid. He he's a country. He's he's not going. He, this guy's seen this before. I mean, was that you think the turning point of your career? Yeah, I think that was the turning point. Um, the one, one thing I always do is I put a lot of pressure on people. You know, I'm not the the most athletic guy. I'm athletic, but I'm not the most athletic guy in the division. But um, toughness and you know this grit. I'm the I, you know that's where I'm at. And uh, if I get a dirt, usually the first round, dude. The second and third rounds are usually mine. And uh, People hit me and they, they think they're going to put me away, man. But I'm standing right in front of people and it really frustrates them too, you know. They hit me with everything they got. I'm still standing. I'm still coming at them and uh, it really frustrates them. Yeah, especially Diego coming off like knocking everyone out on the show. And he was just, I mean, that's when we were together. So it was like he was just on a different level. But I think it definitely that loss with you to put him you know, made him realize what, I mean, he's gone up, up and down. Was he during that fight? Was he like, that damn white country <laughs> no, boy? Like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> uh, now, you're at Team Alpha Male. Why did you decide to go there? Um, You know, I needed a change. I was at, like, a turning point in my career. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to even keep fighting anymore because I just felt like I wasn't fighting good anymore. Um, I felt like maybe the, the fight game was starting to pass me by. And... um you know, my wife told me, hey, you know, maybe you should just try changing camps up. You know, you need to evolve. You're not evolving anymore. And um, I chose Alpha Mel because, hey, I like the guys here. I always got along with Faber. I got along with Mendez, even though we fought. Um, Joe Benavides and all them guys. And um, it kind of had the same style as mine, but I felt like they were just going to add things instead of trying to change my whole style. Were you, were you surprised with uh, what happened with Cody and TJ? I mean, going into that fight, I mean, those guys are both high-level fighters. I mean, I knew that they could both knock each other out. So was I surprised? Not surprised that I want, you know, I didn't want to see it go down like that. Um, I thought Cody was going to put him away in the first and then the bell rung and then, uh, you know, it just changed in the second round. So, I mean, that's what happens in the fight game, man. When you have two, you know, dangerous strikers like that, it just takes one mistake and it's it's a game changer. Now, Inches. what's going on with uh, Team Alpha Male as far as the coaching goes? Because I heard people said that uh, Justin uh, Buckhold, who's a great coach, is now the Muay Thai coach, and you guys have a coach. Uh, uh, is Kevin Spacey trying to coach? Like, wh- what exactly, <laughs> what's going on at Team Alpha Male? Give us a scoop. Well, I mean, uh, since we got the new gym, um, Faber just wanted to do a, a different direction. You know, he wanted everybody to kind of be more involved in it. And uh, so he he wanted everybody to be like a, a head coach. So he has you know Chris Holdsworth runs practice sometimes. Danny Danny Castillo runs practice sometimes. He runs practices sometimes. So we have a lot of different coaches doing different things because they're all good at different things. And uh, he he went back home to Alaska for a little while for a couple weeks. And when he came back, Faber told him about that format, and uh, he really didn't like that format. And then, and Faber wanted him still as one of those head coaches. He wouldn't be the head coach, but one of the head coaches. And I think he felt like uh, that's something he didn't want to do. So as of now, I think he's just going to stick to teaching the Muay Thai and helping out fighters that are getting ready for their camps and uh, work with individual people. I could see both points. I could see, I could see why he would get upset about that. 
I could all see Faber's point of like, no, you know, it's hard when you don't have like one. Plus, he's he he's he's still fighting, right? Well, Justin, well, he had a fight, uh, but fought, is he? Still he fought fighting? in Alaska. I don't know if he's gonna fight, you know, at any time soon again. But uh, I mean, that's up to him. I think he he kind of goes back and forth with it. And, and I think for him, man, it's just uh, they both have good points, like you said. I mean, Buckles, I thought was doing a great job. He's worked with me a lot. I I enjoy working with them, but. Uh, you know, it's it's something that Faber thought he wanted to change it. We got more sponsorships for the gym, so he had more money, so he so he can interpret and pay more coaches to do this. So, I mean, they both have the good points, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's Faber's gym, and I can understand that he's got to do what he's got to do. Right now, now you've been with the same girl since high school. Yeah, we've been uh, been with each other since sophomore year in high school, so about sixteen years now. Wow, that's beautiful. Now, yeah. and she let you get that horrible tattoo? Huh? She let you get that tattoo? Yeah, definitely. I mean, nice. nice. I mean, I'm not getting any prettier, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I, I, I have, it, it's a crazy I tattoo. For better, but we got married better for worse. She just didn't realize that worse was coming sooner than later. <laughs> that's awesome. That's beautiful, man. So she was with you at the beginning. So you can't say, hey, you know, you only want me for my money or you only want me because of my fame. She was there when you were a sophomore in high school. That's, I mean, you were 20 back then, but, but, but still, that's, that's, <laughs> well, that's something like that. No, she was driving, I tell her story all the time. She was driving me to school, you know. I didn't have a car when we first met. And she had her license before me, so uh, she was driving me to school. So that's a good sign, you know. That's, uh, that's, that is a good sign. That's, that's, that's beautiful. See, uh, romance still exists. You got to meet someone on, like, do you guys meet on, like, a farm? Or a farm, like, where did you guys meet? <laughs> Where no, no farm, man. School, I mean, uh, right? I like the farm life, but no farm. School, you guys met at school. Now, you're yeah, ranked number, no, I got you ranked uh, number nine we in the, the division. We had the same class together. Um, that's how we met. Oh. In class. He's talking oh, oh, about class. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. He thought it was like we Christian. A, we had a computer yeah. class, and she was really good at computers, so I'd always call her over to help me out, and uh, we went from there. There you go. Look, look at you. Look at, oh, I, yeah. I like it. I like it. Now, uh, now I got you ranked number nine in the uh, in in the division. Who you fight next? Um, as of now, I don't have anything booked, but it sounds like I'll have something booked here shortly. So hopefully, I'll know here in the next couple of days. Actually, I mean, you you you've won five out of six. Uh, you just beat Dennis Bermudez. Like, why are you ranked number nine? It seems like you should be way higher. Man, it's a tough division. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, lucky for me, I don't have to worry about the rankings. I just go out there and fight, and uh, I'm hoping to get the fights to, to get me to where I want to be, man. Um, I think with this streak and where I'm at right now, I'm gonna have to have nothing but big fights. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Andrew, who do you who do you want to see him fight, uh, Elkins? There's, there's a lot of good guys at 45. Barrow. Bar- oh, he would kill Barrow. Barrow's a cool fight. Um... Be good at 45. I like Barrow just to the style. He would kill Barrow, right? Barrow? That, that would be yeah, easy. I'd love that fight. Yeah, That's easy money sure. for you. Uh, I mean, semi- the bad thing is right now is a lot of the high ranked guys are booked, so we're going to see who they get me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, you're, you're right there. I, I think nobody wants to fight you because they know they're going to have to, like, kill you to beat you. <laughs> yeah, it's a gritty fight. Nobody wants to go through that shit. You know what I mean? I'm gonna still be there and keep coming at them, and they're gonna have to freaking take some damage as they give damage. So it's no, it's not a fun fight for anybody. I mean, but your coach has got to be tough. Is it hard to be your coach because you're bleeding? I mean, you bleed on the way to the to the octagon, like, and you're just 
you're, you're walking like, it's like you're like a zombie, and then you're gushing blood everywhere, but then somehow you end up coming back. Is, is that always the strategy? Like lose 10 6 the first round and come back yeah. and win? It's not the strategy. I mean, we've been working on it with Buffalo, you know, getting my defense better and not taking as much damage. And it was like that more in the Bermuda's fight. But um, as far as my face, my whole face is scar tissue, bro. So, I mean, you, you, you let's look at me and I'm bleeding everywhere. I know. That's good, man. Well, hey, you got, you got, you got a hot wife. You know, you're, you're a great fighter. You, you, just get, you went on a vacation, right? You have a vacation? Yeah. yeah, we went to Hawaii for two weeks. Nice. Oahu and just uh, kicked back and relaxed. And uh, it was a great time, you know. Did you did you bleed in the ocean? Did you get hit by a wave and start gushing blood or no? Hell yeah. You know I did, man. Of course. Blood was everywhere. Nice. That's awesome. Well, listen, Darren, it's an honor to have you on the podcast. I'm, I'm such a big fan, dude. You're, you're like a, a modern day, like, like you're like what Mickey Ward was to boxing, but, but you yeah. are to MMA, but you're better. Cause you're gonna, I can see you be the champion. I really can see you be the champion. Yeah, uh, I'm coming now, now, by the way, I mean, do you I'm think. And this, even though I'm, you know, in this, this point in my career, I'm really just improving and getting better each fight. So the best of me is yet to come. Now, do you now? Now you're all a lot. A lot of times, I would say you're all heart. You're obviously a skill, but do you think you can teach heart? Nah, you can't teach heart, man. It's just something within, you know. I mean, you can uh, you can tell them how to, you know, dig deep, and but at the end of the day, man, it's just it's just mental. It's you can't teach that. You can teach them you know, how to endure certain things, but at the end of the day, they they have to do it. You can't coach that. So it's tough, man. I mean. I mean, I got two kids, and I try to tell them this stuff too, but it's just they're going to have to choose for themselves, you know? Yeah. Well, listen, Elkins, uh, great having you on the show. Keep up the great work. When you get a fight announced, please let me know. We'll get you back on the show. Perfect. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Darren. Take care. That was Darren Elkins, modern-day hero right there. Guy's a good husband. I like the comparison you you made with Mickey Ward. I think that's a a good one. It is, but I think he's better. Mickey Ward won a title. Yeah, but that was, yeah, but he didn't win the. Uh, he no, was he, like he wasn't the the unified champion of the world, but you know. Uh, right? Was he ever ranked number as high as nine, Mickey Ward? Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think there was a period of time he was top five. I, all I know is that Ward Gotti, w- w- that was on my twenty first birthday. It was Arturo Gotti versus Mickey Ward. And my Fantastic friends were like, "I'm like, guys, come over." They don't like watch boxing. We watched that first one, and we were going to some club afterwards, like the Sound Factory, some New York club at the time that was big. And we're like, oh, we don't want to go out anymore. This was the, nothing's gonna beat watching Ward Gotti won. It was, and Ward won that fight. Uh, but that was such a good fight. That was, man. Speaking of boxing, by the way, you watched that Deontay Wilder fight over the weekend. I did. So Wilder is 27, 28 and 0 at twenty seven knockouts, and he fought the one guy he went the distance with him, and he beat the shit out of this guy in the first round, like I've never seen. Uh, they said he was like in the Matrix, and he kind of was in the Matrix for that one. You see it? Yeah, yeah, of course. I watched it like seven times because it's it, it doesn't you you could fit that in, in about ten minutes. You can. I like that third knockout though when he what kind of with ten seconds left. Yeah, but he like fake like he was gonna hit him with the right hand, and then he hit him with the left hand. It that was like a every world star fight combined into one. We're showing Heather right now the fight. I'll put it. I'll, I'll put it on for everyone actually. And it was uh, it was insane. This guy, I don't know if he beats Anthony Joshua. I, I think I don't I, I don't think he has the boxing. He definitely has the power to hurt him though. To hurt Anthony Joshua. Yeah, he has the power to hurt any man in the world. Yeah, but by the way, uh, I think we have we're gonna have Walt Harris on. I think spars with him. They're both from Alabama, so I, I would assume that they've. Okay, so watch. So Heather, watch. So he knocks him. Oh. Now this guy went the distance with him, right? This is the first round. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. the distance in this fight or no, previous no, fight? No, no. Previous, previous fight. The only uh, guy who two, fight, with him, two right? or three fights prior. This guy looks out of shape. Let's let's yeah. call a spade a spade. Does he have a scrunchie? What is that in his head? I think like he's like duct taped his hair together or something. Yeah, yeah. So that that, that that's one, right? At this point, they could just stop. Thirty-four it. seconds left. They could stop it after the first. His hands are completely down. Boom. I mean, he's just embarrassing him at this point. Two, right? Just knocked him off balance with that and one. they bring him back. Now, just stop the fight at this point. If you're a good ref, you say it's over. He's not really hurt, though. He knocked the two, two shots were off balance. The way he looks when he gets up, he's so, he's so mad. He, he's so, <laughs> he dropped his ice cream. He's right. so annoyed. His yeah. face. He's yeah, like, maybe that's oh, why, maybe that's, maybe that's why they let him up. And then look. Then Wilder does this again, Seven right? Seconds left. Hands are down. Runs over. Boom. Boom. Oi. And then that's the fight right there. He like kneed him in the face at the end, though. Look, Look at him at bent knees. in the road. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Poor guy. <gasps> yeah. Oh, oh man. So that was Deontay Wilder. It wasn't pretty for Stavern, man. No, it was not. It was not no. a good. Oh, he did much better the first one. Definitely, the Ariola fight's knees. much better. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was that yoga like, position. No, it was in that like uh, how, when you like do the local. What is it? The limbo. Limbo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, the, the championship was, limbo move terrible. right there. I'll tell you one thing. It was crazy. But Showtime had that by starting at nine o'clock. At, that, at nine ten, that was they were playing movies. Like like yeah. they yeah that was. I, I hit up uh, Mauro Ronaldo. I'm like short night, huh? Yeah, yeah, no. Getting, getting your check, get in, get out. Man. But that's what they want. They they need it. Boxing needs a heavyweight star. Is Wilder the guy? Maybe. Mm. Uh, it's going to be the winner of Joshua and and him is, is going to be the star. It's going to be the star. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, someone needs to unify that belt. It's it's too long. A phone. I got, we got to call Walt pretty soon. Yeah, but that was uh, that was that was awesome. Um, Walt Harris, who fought this past weekend. Yeah. Who uh, people are okay? We'll talk about that fight before yeah, well, he gets on. Well, so. I think, look, I think Joe Rogan saying it was a cheap shot made everyone very upset. It, it, where the ref, he didn't know, in my opinion, he hit, that he needed the guy low. I think that maybe he thought he hit him in the body. Sure. He was hurt. Then he kicked him in the head. Then they stopped the fight. If Rogan doesn't say that's a cheap shot, people, I don't think, Rogan's very influential because he's an amazing. He's, the he's, most, the, he's like the most influential guy in the sport. And he's the crazy. best commentator there is. Uh, probably ever in MMA, right? But yeah, it's it's got to be up there. So, I would but, say he's but if he says something, you're going to listen. And I think that the ref should have actually separated them. You fight till the ref stops you. And you can't really blame Walt Harris for throwing that kick when you see a guy walking away from you, you're in the moment. But now everyone hates him and everyone's mad at him. So, we'll we'll talk about I that. I don't know if I saw it. Yeah, that was uh, the OSP fight. Corey Anderson is the guy that I felt bad for because he was he won the first two rounds. I mean, he killed him the first two rounds. And then OSP just has that, that game-changing He's power. He's an interesting guy. I met him at the, the summit when, uh, like a few months ago or whatever. And like we're talking about mouth guards because I was there with Guard Lab. And... Like he starts telling me about how basically he's just in a genetic freak and how he, um, yeah, like he was just, it was really, it was funny. It was he is, he's a genetic freak. Yeah. He absolutely is. And he and, knows it. But he also has that game changing power. But my opinion is this if you're Corey Anderson and you're up two rounds to nothing against OSP, basically wrestling him, keep, stall out that round. Like, don't like let that guy back in that fight. Easier said than done. But man, ah. Oh. That was brutal. That was brutal. That spinning. It was, a, it was a nice shot. It was a well-timed shot. He got he got twenty five grand from that, right? That spinning elbow that knocked oh. out. Because uh, they gave out the three bonuses to the three cha- uh, champions, and then Dana gave one extra and split it in half. He gave. 
I don't know. Okay. Uh, the spinning elbow that knocked out. Spin, that spinning elbow was beautiful. The guy, he out. kept trying it over and over. And over. It was like the, the, the move yeah. when you're in, a, when, out when you're in a video brother. game. Ross's brother. With that uh. spin, it, was on, it was on Fight Pass. But he hit the spinning elbow from hell that, man, that's the thing about it. This guy was undefeated. This is his first loss. Ross's brother. And it's hard. I mean, what a wake. What a. MMA, man, there are so many ways to win, so many ways to lose. Ooh. And that was not a way that I thought he was going to lose, and I'm sure he didn't think that either. That's what I, I'm sure you don't train for that in the gym, or if you do, it's not something you really focus on. Yeah, oh my and, goodness. Right? I mean, do you focus on back, spinning back elbows in the gym a lot? Um, <laughs> we throw them. I don't know if we necessarily, like, you know, def- like have defend them in tra- training, like as if like you're like, oh, we parry a jab. Okay, now let's parry the spinning elbow. But you know, yeah, I mean, we practice spinning them. I mean, throwing them. But you, it's just the thing. It's like you have to always be ready for anything. Yeah, yeah. that was Ricardo Ramos and Amen Zahabi. Well, I guarantee Zahabi is going to get better from that fight, and he was winning that fight too. And so was Corey Anderson. Which is what's so crazy about the sport is that there's just. It could all be done like that. Now, I thought the one fight, I thought what's the name was a, was a weird uh, Curtis Blades when they stopped that fight for a kick that missed the Russian Randy Couture. Yeah, the, didn't they go to replay for that one? Or It was so weird. It was like he kicked him and hit him with his, like, his like, uh, toenail. Toe, toe, yeah, yeah. And then they bad. stopped the fight. Yep. Curtis Blades got screwed on that one. Yeah, Dana White was flipping out about that one, saying like they go to replay and they still get it wrong. Yeah, that's so weird. That was that was strange. Uh, it touched his ear. Uh, that, yeah, Curtis Blades is going to be a guy that people should are going to. And I'll tell you who I was happy for: James Vick. James Vick. He beat uh, uh, the guy from Ireland that beat Conor McGregor. Joseph Duffy. Oh, yeah. Joe Duffy. James Vick, man. He's a fan of the show. All the times been on the show. And you know what? I'm happy you're getting your just due. You're ten and one, or eleven and one, and you just knocked out Joe Duffy in a fight that you were the underdog. And James Vick's going to be a monster for anyone. The guy is like nine feet tall. He's like three members of Team Alpha Male sitting on top of each other. And he, and he just throws this like elite uppercut and it just it hit. He's, he's a beast. I like Vick. Vick's a nice guy. Uh, so I'm happy for Vick. Uh, I'll tell you who got fucked over the most in this whole weekend was Bellator. Because nobody was talking about Bellator. Nobody. And they had some good fights. I, I watched them, uh, some of them last night in Spanish on ESPN Deportes. <laughs> uh, they, Ryan, had, they had them on on ESPN Deportes. Ryan Bader is continuing his dominance of Bellator by beating Linton Vassell, yep. uh, who's a tough guy. And Bader just, he hit a great lateral in the first, and then he, he won it's the a, second. It's a good division. It's, it's probably their most stacked division. They, they have big names at 205. The you problem know, is that Phil Tito, Davis Vassell, and Bader are Davis. two guys, one and two, and those are the guys that you don't want to put against each other. It's like, kind of like Wonderboy and Woodley. Like, we saw what happened that second fight. Nobody wants to see that fight again. And it, nobody wants to see it Bader. It was extremely boring. Yeah. Yeah, it was extremely boring. Not, not, not very exciting. Um, and like I called, what's name got the win? Uh, 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 Saad Awad. Yeah. I said that guy has no business. Over uh, Freeman, uh, Freeman, Zach Freeman. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's good. Who? He trains at Extreme sometimes. Saad? Yeah. He's a nice guy, too. Yeah, yeah he's really nice. Yeah, Saad won. And then uh, my boy... Um, Phil Davis won. Phil Davis won. Ed Ruth won. Ed Ruth, a monster. He's he's he's, he's too he's he's a tough fight for anyone. And Alina McFarlane won too. Yep, new champion. Uh, so they got they got good. Uh, it was a good it was a good yep. card. So we are gonna call Walt Harris right now. Uh, I like Walt Harris, but yeah, Bellator. They gotta figure out like figure out when it's just fucking weird. They have like 19 weeks in a row. Where there's no fights, 
and then everybody fights in the same week. It's like, yeah. it's, I mean, what's name one in a World Series of Fighting or PFL over Lance. the weekend? Lance won. Mm-hmm. Yep. They did no promotion. That yeah. was a cool looking fight card. It was in what, Washington, D.C., and it was like a black tie event, I think. Yeah, did was... anybody know about that? It looked cool, though. People that were there were watching other fights. They were on their phone. No, it's just so stupid. Yeah. There was like eight, but after the McGregor fight and before it, there was like six weeks where nobody, it was nothing. I couldn't even watch. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're like, UFC, biggest fight card. Well, let's put a Bellator from Penn State in a World Series. Of, what's yeah, going Bellator, on here? Yeah, those guys need to stop doing that. They're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're, they're crushing themselves by doing that. Bellator or World Series? Both of them. Or could, PFL. By, by doing fight cards the same weekend as UFC. No, it's... I guess they do it on a Friday, but still, it, uh, yeah. I guess it's something to do after you watch Cops on Spike. But that's but really, the thing, but the thing that's is, really I mean, it. but they see the UFC, the schedule. They see the schedules. They go, okay. I mean, they're pretty. We we know New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, December third. There's gonna be a fight card in in uh, Vegas, right? We know that's gonna happen. Sorry. What are you laughing at? Just because I I remember when you're New Year's Eve. <laughs> Oh, when we, oh, we got stoned, and yeah, me and Heather had that one day, and New Year's Eve, it got way too high, and uh, yeah, that, it was crazy. We, we, kept, we kept driving in circles. It was like... It was like you were high driving? Uh, I mean, I don't know. We had an automatic car. I was, <laughs> I was, I was medicating because I had ACL surgery a few weeks before. Yeah, and it was... Uh, then the cop like was like, we're like, hey, do you know how to get there? And then all of a sudden, like this cloud... Of yeah, smoke. you stopped. We stopped for like three different times asking directions, trying to get to the hotel, but we couldn't get in because it was closed, right? Yeah. And then every time we stopped, somebody had no, had to say something about how great the car yeah, every Yeah, we got... So what does Adam do? He pulls over to a cop and asked for directions. It was like a after the cop. three. No, it wasn't. Oh well, well, the cop got so high he forgot to give us a ticket. That, <laughs> then we get out of the car and we're walking. I'm crutching down the the parking lot and like people are like saying shit to us as we're walking down the hallway. Like, dang, who smells so good? No, and then like Heather couldn't Jeez. walk, right? So Heather's like, so we so we, we we called like, hey, can you can you get us a yeah, wheelchair? Because we he you, made you made me walk like two miles on my crutches through every inside the casino so then we're True. like at sugar factory and we're like oh maybe we can get a wheelchair or something so we call to get a wheelchair and what did they bring they, they brought one of those things where you luggage cart a luggage cart so we and, put, yeah we put our but they wouldn't the let cart. us yeah. but he wouldn't let me sit in it, yeah, it was, so we it had was, ended up crutching back it was brutal unbelievable i'm sorry yeah, to my hear, arms I'm, were really strong at that time. i'm sorry to hear that guys so we're gonna call walt harris uh transition <laughs> thanks andrew <laughs> You're the best in the biz for a reason. That was good. That was they don't fun. call you the fun squid uh, for I'm, nothing. I'm decent. So here we are. We're calling Wal Harris, who uh, just I like Wal Harris. Uh, you know what I want to find out if he got more money to fight. Uh, I have. I pulled up the the pay before. I but, but we, right before we got to do phone calls, GSP got two point five million. Really? Really? Yeah, flat pay. Two point five million. Two point five million. And what did Bisbin get? Uh, I think it was in the 500 range. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. No Walt. That doesn't sound No right. Walt. No Walt. Let's, 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 let's try him again. Call back. Yeah, like... So while we're hanging out in between moments, just if anyone's out there listening and they need a mouth guard, you can contact me. I work with Guard Lab and I'm an ambassador for the company for a while. And um, we are the official guard of the UFC. So... You know, if you're looking for a custom mouth guard, we're actually going to be um, doing some new boil and bites too for like anyone who's got gyms out there. You want like the gym logo, customization, all that. We got that 
uh, coming out soon. So how, how do we how do we find out. it? Guardlab.com. Guardlab.com. Let's take a look. Let's pull it up. Let's see what let's see what the fuss is all and about. If you watch my last two fights, you'll see. Oh, actually, we have this guy, um, Josh Kavan. I think his name is. He's from. Um, Factory X, and he just had a fight. He got need in he got an illegal knee, and he got need oh, actually legally a lot as well. And his bottom jaw went through his top his, the, the mouth guard, but his jaw and his teeth were totally good. Could I wear it to sleep? We have a sleep guard too because I grab my teeth at night. We have a sleep guard, so normally you go to the dentist. How much do they charge you for a sleep $300. guard? Three hundred dollars. We charge ninety nine dollars. New sponsor. Really? No. $99? Uh, I really need one, for real. $99, yeah. So get one. How do you just got to get you so scanned. So we do a 3D scan of your mouth, um, and then we do a 3D mold. We print out with a 3D scanner. That's how we do it. So it's super, super accurate, unlike so any other card. You go to Guard like Lab, you, fi- you, you would go, you, you choose a product online. you We want. have dentists that you can get scanned. I do scan events. I set up scan events. Basically, we go to the gym, and we bring a scanner to the gym, and we um, and we get all your students in like about four-hour time. Was that time. you guys scanning on the embedded uh, this yeah. past week? Yes. That, that looks uh-huh. that looks really cool yeah. the way the scan like you saw I think it was scan. TJ's mouth or no uh, it was it was some it was Garbrand or TJ's no, we've dar- we've we actually came on to the Ultimate Fighter for Garbrand's team so we Garbrand's had one of our guards for a while I don't know who we were scanning someone this got a scan Looked oh I know cool. we were doing so Justin Buckholes and Sting were like when I was in SAC they kept coming up to me like we need a guard Cody keeps you know accidentally hitting us or whatever and that so yeah they they He's end punching up me in my mouth and i yeah, think i just punching. should protect my Wait, teeth so i can't just like take it and then put it in like so hot, okay so hot, hot water no so we are starting uh home impression kits as well so we'd send you a home impression kit you put it in your mouth you make the mold and then we scan the mold for you um you know you that you send back but i'm gonna have some events out here soon so we'll yo I'll, colby I'll what's know. up man Hey, hey, what's up, man? I'm, do- I'm doing the podcast. And our guest just canceled. Can I, can I call you and let's do a FaceTime? Hi, Colby. Oh, it's King Whoa, Mo. What's up, King Mo? Yo, hey, what's up, King Mo? Let's get the money. Hey, hey, hey we're, we're, we're going to call you back in like three seconds, okay? We're going to call you back in three seconds. Yo, can you call? Uh, yes, so yes, we're, yes. Instead, we're going to call Colby Covington and King Mo. And we can tell Colby that I think he should be fine. GSP. All right. You should be what? All right, yes. Fighting GSP. That's my thought. All right, and I'm going to change my story and say he should be fighting GSP as well. No. <laughs> just, just for the record. He's going to be like, can't. No, no, you said, oh, he can't. No, that's a bad fight. I don't think it's a bad fight. I just think the UFC is not going to do that fight. I, I want Colby to be champion. He's been on our podcast. He's a friend of mine. He's awesome. I 1,000% like Colby. What I'm saying is the UFC is not going, like the Colby Covington versus GSP Less, is not going to have the same numbers okay. as Conor McGregor. No, of course. I didn't say that. I know, be but a good I'm, fight. I'm just So saying, yeah. let's ask Colby what he thought about this fight with George Stewart and see if he agrees with me. Yes. All right. What's up? Hey, so we got Colby Covington right now, uh, as well as King Mo. Uh, how are you, Colby? The great Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. What's up, man? What up, what up? How are you? Are you guys at a wrestling event? What's going on? Yeah. King Mo, what's up, buddy? What's up, what's up? Hey, Heather, when you fighting again? Me? Yeah. I'm hoping soon. I, I, I'm, I got released from the UFC, um, and now I'm looking for a new spot to fight at. Yeah, who's your manager? Uh, I don't have a manager right now. All right, you get the same number. I got somebody else. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna hit you up. So King Thank you, Mo. You always got my back, right? What's I up, Colby? I got your back. You always got my back. King Mo used to always give well, he give me homework. Yeah, I love Bobby Lashley, but I've been a fan of Bobby Lashley for years. 
Yeah, I have it. I swear to God, you're you're, you're a beast. I I thought you should fight Brock Lesnar. I thought you versus Lesnar in MMA would have been a great fight. Still make it happen. Yeah. Put that out. We keep putting that out. Dang, Gail. I think you should do a pro wrestling. So so Colby. Colby, I was saying when we first got on this, we were talking about who GSP's fight should be fighting next. And you know, I was saying you, because I think that's the fight that should happen. Yeah, well, yeah. Colby, what did you think of uh, of GSP versus Bisbane? Uh, you know, I guess it was good for the old man fighting championship. Yeah, but now, were you impressed with GSP at all? What? Were you impressed with GSP? Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, four years off, you know, I didn't expect to see him you know, come out and have that type of volume, throwing spinning heel kicks, you know, and he, I mean, his striking looked good. He, he fought a really good and smart fight. Now, now, by the way, uh, what did you think uh, Woodley has called out GSP? I think, I think it's a complete joke, you know? I mean, Woodley's not a money fighter. He's not gonna get GSP a money fight. It's, it's just simply not gonna happen. So, and GSP, you know, he, he's either gonna do like Conor McGregor or, you know, fight someone back at middleweight, but. I heard there's a clause in GSP's contract where he had to fight two middleweight fights before he could do anything else. So he's not fighting Tyrone Woodley. He's not fighting. Now, me. now, do you think? Uh, now, what, what do you think of Wonder Boy versus Masvidal? That uh, that fight. Uh yeah. I mean, you know, I, I thought it was a good fight. You know, George came and, you know, he just didn't have enough volume output. It wasn't his best night. You know, congrats to Wonder Boy. He had the better night that night. That doesn't mean he's a better fighter, but. That night he was a better fighter. So I was trying to say that I feel like George just wasn't there. Like I felt like he was sparring. Didn't he just look like he was just kind of like in like this like, you know, chill mode and not like he didn't have that fire that you've seen in the last few fights like that I was like that kill. Like he was just like, ah, like whatever. Kind of, you know, like it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, yeah, that wasn't the same Jorge Masvidal, you know, that's the killer, the the 45 you know, savage OG in the game. You know, he, you know, he knows he started slow and he, he wasn't able to come back. You know, he kind of took off the first round and a half, and he didn't really get going like he normally does. Yeah. But you know, that's that's how the game goes. You're not always going to be your best. You got to find a way around it. Yeah. Sure. Now, now, Kobe, man, I was so happy when you fought Maya. Uh, how how you beat Maya? That was insane. And and you know, you actually kind of set him up. Where you're like, I'm going to use my wrestling. I'm going to use my wrestling. You kept it standing the entire time. Was that the strategy? Yeah, that was the strategy, man. I was a man of my word. I said I was going to beat Damian Maia's ass. I was going to go forward. I was going to make it a more exciting fight than Tyron Woodley. And that's what we did. You know, we went forward. We put on an exciting fight. And, you know, he was left bloodied and retired at the end. But he did use his wrestling. He didn't get taken down. He didn't get to, Yeah, it's a point. Yeah. Now, now the, the uh, Brazilians. Now, did. I got to tell the wrestler, did, did, right? Now, did they know that it was like. That this was kind of like you were kind of putting on an act or this sort of tongue in cheek or did they really want to kill you? No, this no, they really want to kill me, man. This ain't no act, man. Everybody knows I'm the villain now, so this ain't an act, man. This is this is real life. And uh I had to have like twenty security guards leave the arena with me. They were all loaded with guns. I had four security guards staying on my hotel level all night till I left to the airport. I wasn't allowed to leave the the hotel room man that shit was crazy they took me all the way up to the gate like not just dropped me off at the airport walking in with me all the way up to the gate the security checkpoint gate so this was no joke to them they, they really want my head and and they still want it so they better find someone else because i just retired their brazilian legend 
But you don't really think a place is a dump. I mean, right? I mean, you you don't think they're all filthy animals. I, weren't you kind of just trying to, like, this is part of your, like, you were trying to egg them on, right? I know you're a nice guy. You're, you're, you're a good person. If you saw a Brazilian walking on the street, you wouldn't call him a filthy animal. You would fucking be nice to the guy. I know you're a comedian. You're, you're real good. You got good jokes today, man. Your stand-up is on point, Adam. I can't believe, man. You're on another level. That place is a dump, man. Brazil is the dump. I mean, they were turning off the air conditioning in the arena, trying to give an unfair advantage. All week, they turned off the water in my hotel room. The food was shit. Everything was shit there, man. Brazil is a dump. All those animals, everybody knows that, man. I'm saying the honest truth, man. Those guys... You can't trust a Brazilian, man. Have you met a Brazilian that you could trust before? Come yeah, on. I, I will. Uh, uh, Hanato Laranja, uh, uh, oh Vinny Magalish is a nice. A lot, there are a lot of nice Brazilians. Okay, nice and trusting <laughs> are two different words, but but you know I could understand they're nice. Yeah, maybe five percent of the group, but man, they're a bunch of animals, man. They're all cheating on each other. It's just it's disgusting in their culture, man. Now what, what about now what about the guys over at American Top Team that you that you train with? Oh, man, what about them, you know? There's a reason they left Brazil. That place is a dump. They left Brazil because they wanted to come to America. But now, but when you came back to ATT, where the guy's like, hey, Colby, man, that, that's fucked up. That, that's my home. That, that, those are my, my family. Those are my friends. I haven't, been back. I haven't been back to ATT yet. I went back to Oregon, and then I went to New York, and now I'm in Canada for this uh, pro wrestling show, Impact. But, uh, you know, I'm with Dan Lambert right now, and he gave, you know, he's the ATT owner and my manager, and he gave the heads up, you know, hey, you're not you're not going to mess with Colby, you know, it's business now, so, you know, it is what it is. If you got a problem with what he's doing, then that's your problem, but, you know, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, and if anybody's got a problem, they can try and stop me. Hence, hence, Tyrone Woodley. Now, now, one of my favorite stories was Ben Askren on the podcast saying that you wrestled a guy Ben was coaching you were beating the guy he was co- coaching, and then you wanted to then wrestle Ben Askren, who was the coach. You were talking <laughs> shit to the coach. I wasn't talking shit to him, and he was talking shit to me. I was beating the shit out of their wrestler. He was like supposed to be this good wrestler, all hyped up, and I was just kicking his ass. I was beating him by like 12 points, about to tech him, and Ben Askren was like, oh, you're yeah, blue, 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 this and that. Oh, he ain't, Kobe ain't that good talking crap. I mean, I, I just let him know, man, you ain't shit, man. We can do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, then, oh, well, at least you're you're, uh, you're uh, consistent now. So, okay, so what happens if, if you don't get that fight? Well, because obviously, Kobe, you know I'm a believer 100, percent and I want you to get that fight. But what happens if you don't get that fight? Who are you gonna go with? Who who do you want to fight? Uh, you know, I only want Tyrone Woodley. Okay. First quarter of next year, St. Louis, Missouri. Tyrone, the chosen bitch, Woodley versus Kobe Chaos Covington. Let's it needs it. to go down. There's no other fight to make. I'm next in line, man. Anybody can deny me. I just beat the shit out of Damian Maia worse than Tyrone Woodley did, and I did it in three rounds. Tyrone Woodley is next. There is no other fight. Now, somebody was saying in studio at Fox Sports, they were like, well, I think Woodley's better everywhere. And I was talking about that. I'm like, maybe he hits harder. He hits harder. Wrestling, I'd say you guys are both great MMA wrestlers. Endurance, I mean, right? I mean, but he does have that knockout power. And people are like, well, if Maya was able to hit him, what would Tyron do to him? The thing is, is that he has no endurance. That's why it's an easy fight for me. We've trained together, and I know training doesn't mean shit when you get in the octagon, but let's be honest. The guy wasn't lasting three rounds in the gym with me. His, he has no heart, and, and you don't just get heart overnight. The guy has no heart. He's a quitter. He quits in the gym. Look it. He couldn't even finish, finish Damian Maya in five rounds. I just beat Damian Maya a lot worse. 
the thing is, Tyro maybe has knockout power, but when you put blood in those arms and you, he has to fill those arms up with blood, because I'm going to put him in the clinch. I'm going to put him in wrestling scrambles. He will break during those wrestling scrambles, and I will pick him apart on the feet. Well, Colby, listen, man, I got to say, people, the Colby Covenant that I know was the guy, the day before your fight, you texted me saying, hey, man, I hope your mom feels better. I heard she's sick. The night of the fight, after the, Brazil, you texted me going, sorry about your mom. You, you've always been a straight guy with me, a friend of mine. I've been a fan of yours for life. And I'm happy, even in this way, you're getting the, the attention you deserve because a guy like you deserves the attention. So I, I'm super happy for you. You put the time in and you're, you're right. Like you're going to be a, a problem for anybody because of how hard you work, like of, of, your, of your grind. You're going to give anybody a problem. So uh, I'm really happy for you, man. I appreciate that, man. Those words coming from you, Adam, that, that I always hold those very deeply in my heart. So much love to you, brother. Thanks for always, you know, giving me a voice and uh, having me on the show and just being a good friend, man. Always, always, always. Because uh, let's talk to King Mo for a sec. King Mo, now, now, now we have a t triple uh, person. All right. King Mo. <laughs> so we got So King Mo, man, how are you doing, man? Just doing my CBD. Yeah, you're smoking <laughs> CBD oil. Uh, you have to your head. You have a band-aid. Are you is that is that a tribute to Nelly? What's on your your forehead? Oh man, I got throw I got throw into the cage, man. I actually, cut myself you, on the cage. You cut yourself on yeah. the cage. Yeah, on the cage. I got me about nine stitches or something like that. Fuck. Dang. Now, now you were supposed to fight a couple weeks ago, and then they trained it, changed it to like Bubba McDaniel. Like, what's going on with you? Yeah, right now. Uh, I, I, I had surgery, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to heal up. But I think I'm going to re, re aggravate it with this wrestling stuff, to be, to be real. What'd you me. have surgery on? What's up? What'd you have surgery on? My hip, I had a, a hip resurfacing done. Where they went in and they scraped my hip out, put metal over my hip bone in my hip socket. Dang. Some metal on metal. Yeah, but you've, I mean, look, this is nothing. You've had staph infection. You've had like a hip replaced. You've had you, you've, you had the penis removed. I, I mean, I mean, you're just I, you know, you you banged the girl from the bad girls club. I, I mean, you've had a lot of. Listen, I'm like a black Frankenstein right now. I got different body parts on me. You know what I'm, I'm there I, with I got you, about Mo. Ten more fights, and I'm done, man. I'm now, what about Ryan Bader? I mean, Bader is a champion. How do you think you match up against Bader? I match up good against Bader. I'm gonna see Bader. You know, I'm gonna see everybody because the thing is. I heard you have a heavyweight tournament. I'm gonna be in that bitch. Uh, I'm trying to fight Bader. I'm trying to fight everybody, man. I got ten more fights. and I'm out. Ten more fights. Yep. Fuck. Good. 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 I I, I think you do. I think I think you beat Ryan Bader. I, uh, I, I think beat healthy. his ass. Not just beat. I'm gonna beat his ass. I'm just, I'm gonna go Kobe Covington on his ass. <laughs> like, oh, wait, I'm going Kobe Covington. Fuck that. Now now what is it? They call me BC Black Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Black Kobe, I like it. So Ryan Bader, now are you are you calling Bader out on Twitter? Are you making a? Oh no! Look, look, it's like this, right? The thing about thing about Bader is he said he wants to fight me next. So I, we supposed to fight already, but like things happened, little injuries popped up, but we gonna uh, we gonna make that shit happen again. Nice, nice. Well, good man. I'm happy. And then is uh, is uh, Bobby there? Yeah, yeah, Bob. Hey, Bobby. This is great. <laughs> Impact Wrestling's on Pluto TV, 24-7. Bobby Lashley, how are what you up? doing, man? What's going Bobby. What's up? What's up? Hey, I've always been a fan of yours. The one thing I, th I think sometimes is you get too nice. You're, you're a nice guy, and, and, and you get these guys down, and then you don't want to hurt them. Uh, 
Do you, do you, are, are, what happened? Were you, were you, were you, uh, are people too, were you bot, bottle fed? Like, why, why are you so nice? Because that's what I'm supposed to be. I can't change my persona just because I'm fighting. And I got kids. So I'm a nice guy, but I do, I do bad things, man. I'm no. just very, um, I'm. I do bad things, he says. You're very what? And now, now he's, he's, uh, he's frozen. frozen. Aw. Fuck. Is he, is he still? We're 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 disconnecting. Oh, okay, all right, we're back. So you do oh, bad right? things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you fighting next? I don't know. I was supposed to fight. I was supposed to fight December in Newcastle, but I don't know what happened. My biggest thing right now is I live in Denver, and um, and I have kids, so I can't really travel as much anymore. So I'm trying to look for some good coaches, and if I can get somebody to come out Denver and live, I'd be able to pay them and train me full time. And I fight everybody. No, right. well, listen, you're a monster for anybody. I mean, you're also an army veteran, right? Yeah. So, so thank yeah. you for your service, man. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of talents. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying about Denver? Oh, where do you train in Denver? Well, I have I own a gym in Denver. Which gym? Um, well, first I had American Top Team gym, but then now I just do. Um, I have a gym called Impact Fitness, so it's more of, um, we do like boxing boot camp stuff, and, and, and I work a lot with kids, okay. kids and um, kids and adults. Nice. Not really fighters anymore. Are, are you, are you uh, single? Are you married? I'm single. Oh my God. Now you must be smashing all the white chicks in Denver. Hey, my, hey easy, easy. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking for that special one. Oh, come on. How many kids you got? I have three. And how many different baby mamas? Two. All right. Okay. That's good. All right. That's. <laughs> I got it. They, they, were, they weren't flukes. They, they were actually long relationships. I was engaged for uh, for seven years, and I had my two. Well, it's the first time I've ever heard you say engaged and Bobby Lashley in the same sentence. Because normally you, you just uh, hump guys. No, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm, I'm just a joke. I'm a, no. I'm, I'm Bobby Lashley. Listen. Should I, should no. I honestly, I thought that you. I thought you and Brock would have been the best fight. I, I think you could beat Brock. Uh, and I would I love. Still, I think it still can happen. So you should start calling him out. No, he just got busted for steroids. He's gonna be out for years. Who cares? They can make it happen. There's there's enough pro money. Pro wrestling. In that. Pro there's, wrestling. There's maybe. enough money in that to make we, it happen. We can fight on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. That would be a fucking great fight. That that would be awesome. Well, look, Bobby, man, you, you're you're a monster. You're a beast. You're a nice guy. You're a, a army hero. You, you're the man, dude. You're the man. Uh, <laughs> So I need you to walk around with me and just say that to everybody. I, I seriously, I, I always thought I'm like, man, this guy, this is this is this is like the this guy would be my, the worst inmate ever. Just fucking <laughs> like like just me and you in a cell. Just fucking three. Wow, I think there's muscle. some fantasies uh, going on fantasy. in this guy. No, no, that would be that's like every. This is why I don't I, I don't break laws. Okay, but listen, Bobby, uh, you're the man. Uh, thank you for all you do, and uh, can't wait for your next fight. Right on, man. Appreciate it. Take care. You know, you want to talk to one of these guys? Uh, no, we're done with those guys. The Heat Seeker. Uh, thanks, Colby. Hi, Colby. Bye, Colby. Bye, Have, Have a good Colby. day, Heather. Have a good day, Adam. You thanks, too. Robert. Take care. See you guys. Bye. All right. So that was uh, Bobby. What a nice guy. Fucking Bobby Lashley. Uh, he, he, he is, though. He's a, I mean, he looks like... And he is. He's a, it's a monster. A monster, right? He's as big I as they come. I love how he's like, I, I, I train kids and adults. I'm like, oh, well. 
Who else would you would you turn kids, adults, females, and teenagers? It's uh, yeah. a little bit of everything. All right, so Walt Harris, uh, we wanted to have him on. I texted them, but I guess we'll have him on next week. Sorry, Walt. Uh, sorry, brother. Sorry, we can link up today. All right, listen. Um, that was that was cool though. We got we got King Mo, Colby Covington, and Bobby Lashley. Uh, so um. That was, that was pretty badass. Yeah, it was fun. That was cool. And and, and Mo is calling me out and he's going to help me. That help was you. exciting. He Mo was too. always. No, he's. So I met him at Syndicate when I first uh, moved to Vegas. And he would like. He would help me with my boxing because I had just broke my uh, broke my arm and I had a boxing fight. That's when I fought Maia. And so he'd be like, oh, well, go go home. I want you to watch this guy's jab and I want you to watch this guy's right hand and like and all this stuff. And he would like li- literally give me homework to go and watch. He was and like, you know, just out of his kindness of his heart. I think he's one of those guys that like if he decides he likes you, he's your best friend yeah. forever. Because he doesn't like you, yeah. He just doesn't, you know. He could probably be because when I first met him, he, he decided he'd not like me. Oh, uh, but then we became friends, and now he's like one of those dudes where like he reaches out all the time, and he's a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, he's cool. Col- I, I'm very curious to see how Colby with the Brazilians at ATT how that goes because uh, I can't see that going well, right? I, I, but then again, you're right. If Dan Lambert is like, listen, this is business. I'm managing Colby. And he sees money behind it. Fuck it, right? Yeah. That he's the guy in charge. I just hope that no one tries to heel hook him for extra in the gym or some crazy shit. He won't they... go with those guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys I mean, are they'll good, figure though. it out. Well, he's. I'm sure. Like he. Don't worry. Like, Kobe's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. He'll go with the guys that he feels comfortable with. If if someone's giving him like, they're not gonna be act like they're his friend, and then you know they're gonna show animosity right away, and then he's not gonna go with those people. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, we didn't even cover this week's fights, but we got to get here at 1 o'clock uh, this week. Who's, who's the main event this week, real quick? Uh, it's Anthony Pettis and Dustin Poirier. Wow. Great fight uh, down in Norfolk, Virginia. Wow. I got, uh, uh, ooh, I got Poirier. Me too. I think Pettis, uh, uh, Pettis. Pettis is still in his prime. I think yeah, Pettis I mean, isn't. That, okay. I think Pettis, the Anthony Pettis that off the cage kicked Ben Henderson yeah, I think would have beaten so anybody at any weight. So at, call, at that weight, at least. I'll call out some of the highlights from this card. Uh, Sage Northcott is is fighting again. He's fighting Michael Quinones. Don't know the uh, John Dodson's taking on Marlon Moraes. Oh, Dodson. The, that the is going to be PFL, such a good fight. The PFL former champion, By I believe. By the way, don't forget, you know, I mean, John Dodson uh, knocked out TJ. Knocked out TJ. Joe, Joe Lozon, Clay Guida. Demetrius. Joe Luzon yeah. versus Quake Guida. Yep, start, yeah, that's, that's starting exciting. off the main card. Uh, Rafael Suncow against Matthew Lopez. Ooh, then you have Marquardt. Nate Marquand against Cesar Ferreira. Great fight right there. Then uh, Andre Arlovsky fighting uh, Junior Albini. I don't know who that is. Yeah, do I? Sounds cool. But Diego, um, right? Diego's fighting? Yep, Diego's Diego the co-main Sanchez. event uh, fighting Matt, Matt Brown. Brown. And wow. And you got Tatiana, too. Tatiana the, was the... Um, Paris Torres? Yeah. Against who? Uh, She's fighting Vivian Pereira. That is, I don't either. I like it. I like this She's card. Awesome. Come on, guys, get your MMA knowledge up. Get your. <laughs> Yo, you know who, you know who that is? Vivian Pereira. You know who that Not is? She's new. She's new. I think oh. it's her first, first fight. Well, listen. Uh, should people, our fans, should they at? She's thirteen Shannon? and zero. Should they at what? Thirteen and zero. Oh wait, she's thirteen fought. and zero. Wait, two she, and zero in the she UFC. Beat, she's fought the one that she just beat, Jamie. She got two decisions. Valerie. Valerie Letano? Yes. Ooh. She uh, split decision against Valerie uh, back in December of last year. Isn't she really short? And like kind of. She's new, but I guess not. Probably. She beat Jamie. It was the last one Jamie fought. Jamie Moyle. Yeah, I know that girl. That girl. Girl's tough. Tatiana's going to kill her. Yes, I think so. Um, so, 
So people at Shannon saying, give Heather a fight in Invicta? No, no. Shannon has offered me um, a really, really great um, opportunity, and I'm really considering it right now. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like I said, uh, Invicta's amazing. I went to the last fight. I've gone to a few fights. They put on a great show. Shannon's an amazing person. Great. Everything... Great. I'm just I'm exploring my options, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like no, no in porn, my life, right? porn? like no, no okay. porn. Um, I'm exploring my fight options. Damn. I'm oh. also, you know, like it kind of it's kind of crazy. Like when it rains, it pours, and my life is kind of just really opened up. I'm very free um, in my life right now to to take opportunities and. Um, and see right. where it goes. Well, know? good luck. We always, I always got your back, and you got my back. Thank and you, King Mo's got your back too. King so, Mo's Andrew, what do you got coming up? Uh, what I have coming up, we'll be doing a fight party live this weekend from Eve Edwards' house. Uh, we're bringing a chef, cooks food and stuff. It's a great time. I'll be running what I usually do here. I run all the fight channels and pro wrestling channels. A uh, little tie-in, guys. Um, one of our most popular channels right now is the Impact Wrestling Channel. You could see. Those guys we just had on the show on our channel in the so next couple weeks. So funny you said that. So I was thinking, kind of wrestling. Well, I would love to do pro wrestling. I'm totally down. But so you know, Adam's been going through quite um, some stuff lately. You know, with his his mom passing, and um, I was just thinking, you know, his he just said he ran seven miles. So I was like a little concerned that his knee wasn't ready for this. But I'm gonna put throw this out there and say that we're gonna. Get Adam a fight. So it can be either a pro wrestling match, um, an MMA fight with, you know, big padded, like, puffy gloves and and um, headgear and shin guards and stuff. It could be a wrestling match or a jiu-jitsu match. I'm open to um, promote any of those. If we have any takers out there who uh, want to yeah, do this. Boxing, I'm not open to boxing this. match uh, could be no, cool. You open to this? Yes, you're going to be open like to it because we're going to get the match. perfect person. A boxing match would be cool. I'm going to be your trainer. Awesome. Um, nice. And I'm sure there's other people who want to help. Jet, is he gonna help uh, Benny the Jet would help. Yeah, Stephen you know, Quadros, Stephen Quadros, yeah. Eve Edwards. Yeah, Eve, Eve Edwards. Edwards. We got, yes. You got so many people. Yeah. Like this would be such a great thing, and oh, you would get in the best shape. Well, no, but you need to work out, so we might as well be training I don't for know. something. I'd be open maybe it's to a so wrestling match. I don't, okay. need to be, I don't need to be getting punched in the face. I'm 40. No punches in the we face. Can, no. we, can, we, well, we can we can wear Impact. like a what? We can contact Impact Wrestling. Uh, talk to yeah, Colby or, or like or like fake wrestling or real yeah. wrestling or like yeah. high school wrestling. Or we hey, please do folks out. Or whatever. I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And so, if any takers out there who want to take Adam, please put your applications in. You can put them on mine. Uh, my social media is Heather Joe Clark or no uh, no women no it's only for men sorry Adam you're married that's true so yes that's gonna happen so this week this Wednesday I'm gonna be at Diamonds (laughs) so excited I'm gonna be at Diamonds (laughs) in Maui this Wednesday night Maui yeah in Maui Uh, I'm gonna see Kendall Grove he's gonna be there you're going to Maui yeah I'm doing shows in Maui Thursday I'm at Vibe in Maui Uh, it's in Kihi 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 now I can't even see it Kihai. Kihai. No. Kihai. K-I-H-E-I. Friday, I'm at Y Bar in uh, Waluku. Waluku. And then Saturday, I'm back in Kihai at Threes. Uh, So I'm in Maui all week, doing shows in Maui this week. That's Uh, so cool, Adam. I'm so jealous. I lived in Maui for two years. Really? Yeah. That's that's weird. I ran a surf school and photography and did all these things. Damn. You do photography? Yeah, I do. Oh, you can check my photography website, HJC photography.net nice .net yeah I know for some reason the .com so hjcphotography.net well thank you guys so much and have a great week